This episode of the show is brought to you by Fortis Shield Disinfectant Services. For the best disinfectant services in town, call Fortis today. Fortis Shield. Putting a shield on your home, office, and warehouse. Call Fortis today. Oof. We're fogging it up. Yellow and welcome to another episode of the Life is Sacred podcast with me, Baby Cicerelli, and this guy, Mancuso. Ciao, Bobby. Ciao, tutti quanti. What's up, bro? What's happening? Not much, man. Just trying to keep from losing my mind stuck in this basement. Yes, sir. 24 hours a day, trying to find something to do with myself. What about you? How the song go? I all knew world. Yeah, don't sing it, though. You don't like my voice, huh? Uh, no. Anyway. <laughs> so are you getting used to this static, inactive lifestyle? <laughs> what choice do I have? I mean, no live sports on TV. You got the news on 24 hours a day. Not me, man. I don't watch the news. Yeah, you know what? I keep wanting to turn it off, but then I got to look. I don't know what's wrong with me. Ma, they say the same thing over and over. Come on, forget about it. I just keep thinking I'm going to miss something. So I just keep it in. I don't know. No, you're not going to miss anything, man. If something's important, you're going to find out about it. You don't have to have the stupid news on uh, 24 hours a day. Forget about it. For once, you are not wrong. Have you at least been working out at all or anything like that? Yeah, well, actually, that's something I wanted to bring up. I thought I was going to gain some weight because of the sedentary lifestyle that's been imposed upon us. Yeah. You know, like you, I'm in my 40s now. I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror the other day with my shirt off. Uh Uh-huh. I gotta tell you, I never look better. (laughs) I never look better. Well, that's good, man. Congratulations. Thanks, bro. I mean, I'd say the same thing for you, but in my opinion, you look better in your 20s. Oh, okay. Thank you. And that's no disrespect to the way you look now. But back then, you look like an Italian stallion. With the long, flowing hair, you look beautiful. Oh, yeah. I had good hair. Good hair? Dude, you were stunning. We couldn't drive in a convertible with the top down because you were causing accidents. People couldn't take their eyes off your hair. Yeah. I mean, seriously, remember the accident that you caused? Uh, I didn't cause the accident. Dude, those girls in the car were staring at you. And then boom, they nailed the Filipino couple in front of them. Your hair caused that accident. I don't think I caused the accident, but yeah, I had very good hair. Actually, beautiful hair. That's for sure. You had Italian national team hair. (laughs) What's with that national team anyway? All those guys had great hair. It's like a prerequisite for the team or something. I don't know. A prerequisite? And the Italian national team? I think so. I think so. (laughs) You didn't see any balding soccer players on that team. Those guys all look like they got their hair styled at Mario Tricosi just minutes before the game. It was a beautiful team. Yeah, and you would have fit right in. You would have fit right in. By the way, it's pronounced Tricoci. Uh, no, it's not. It's Tricosi. Trust me, okay? It's Tricoci. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, oh, but, uh, man, I wish you spoke Italian. <laughs> Why? So I could say Tricoci properly? There you go. That's perfect. But no, no, no. That's not why. Oh, freaking guy. I've been watching these Instagram videos between the, the players on the national team in Italy. Cannavaro has been interviewing all his teammates from the... 2006 World Cup. Oh, yeah? Mamma mia, what a team they had. 
I can listen to these conversations all day. You don't speak Italian, but man, if you did, oh my God. The stories these guys have, they are amazing. Oh, I bet they are, man. The World Cup champions, can you imagine? But it's 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 cool because they sound like me and you talking to each other about the, the game at the Odeon the other day. It's not like... Yeah, i seen those Instagram videos in English. It's like two guys just having a normal conversation. It's great. Oh, it's awesome. It's like listening into a phone call between two World Cup champions. Unbelievable, man. I mean, they're recollecting games, tournaments, roommates, coaches. It's it's beautiful. Yeah, pretty cool. And they're talking about some players I never even heard of before. And the way they talk about them is like they're gladiators. I never even heard of them. Uh, dude, you know how many players fell through the cracks in Italy? There's probably thousands. Like you, for example? Yeah, me. Okay. But sometimes I'm listening for people that I know that are on. Sometimes I hear about players that I even remember from playing against them back then. It's crazy. No shit, huh? It's just cool because they're just having a conversation, you know? And so it's like, yeah, the conversation me and you have, it's about, you know, a game at the Odeon. And meanwhile, a conversation these guys have, it's about a game at, you know, L'Olimpico or San Siro. So it's like, wow. Yeah, man, but at the end of the day, it's two guys having a conversation. That's the beauty of it. Oh, man, I can listen for hours and hours. Uh, Maybe I'm weird. I don't know. Uh, You are definitely freaking weird, man, Kuso. There's no doubt about that. Mine, some. Definitely weird. But uh, anyway, you know, I'm not from Italy. I was born and raised in Chicago, but I still consider myself Italian. In fact, when I watch those international tournaments, I go for Italy first and USA second. Bottom line. Oh, yeah? That's just how I am. And I watched that 2006 semifinal the other day. Oh, Italy-Germany? Mamma mia, che partita. I got chills four or five times. When Grosso scores in double overtime? Incredible. Oh, and then two seconds later, Cannavaro makes a th- like a 30-yard run to recover the ball and gives it to Totti, and then he crosses it to Gilardino. Oh, and then Gilardino to Del Piero? Yeah, and Del Piero, boom, upper 90 to win the game. Whistle blows, game over, 2-0, Italy, double overtime. Oh, incredible. Chills. I got freaking chills. Best moment in soccer history for me. Uh, we saw that live together, remember? Yeah, at the club, at the Maroons. That was a nice atmosphere to that game, man. Oh, 150 Italian guys watching that game. When Grosso scored at the end, the place almost exploded. It was crazy. And then Del Piero right after? Electric, bro. Electric. Ah, phenomenal. I tried to explain that moment to my kids, Yeah. but it's impossible. Nah, they had to be there, dude. They had to be there. <laughs> it's like trying to explain your first kiss. Oh, shit. What a disaster that was. My first kiss? We nailed each other right in the teeth. <laughs> she started crying. It was terrible. Uh, okay, well, it's like trying to explain a normal first kiss. Yeah, dude. And that Italy team was stacked, bro. Pop, pop, the names pop, pop. on that team and the hair. <laughs> the hair. And the style of play was beautiful, too. Everybody talks about Italian defense. Eh, il catenaccio. But their attack was deadly. Lethal. That's why I love to watch these uh, interviews, because you, for, you, you forget all the players that they had, man. So wait, do they ever talk about picking up girls in these interviews? No, I wish. They're all married now, so... Uh, those stories ain't for Instagram Live, bro. No, I can't even imagine. Dude, I even have soccer stories with girls involved. Hey, and sure. I didn't even play pro. Can you imagine these Italians? Ma, do you have any stories you can share on this podcast? 
Um, PC stories, though. Nothing crazy, huh? Eh? Uh, probably not. Uh, oh, oh, I remember my junior year in high school. One of my teammates saw this hot girl in the stands. Uh-huh. He was playing right fullback, and she was right there by him on the sidelines. So in the middle of the game, he gets the ball, stops it, turns, and kicks it out of bounds right at her. Oh, <laughs> Well, not at her. I mean close to her. During the game? In the middle of the game. Yeah. Ah. Our coach starts screaming at him. What are you doing? No way. He's like, coach, you see this girl? I can't concentrate. <laughs> Swear to God. <laughs> then he asked her for her number right then and there. <laughs> Serious. And did she give him her number? Yep. She gave it to him. And listen to this. He couldn't even memorize it because the kid was dumb as a rack. So he made me memorize the first three digits. No. And he made another player memorize the other four. And you can't make this shit up, man. No, I'm not making this shit up. That's a true story. That's awesome. Oh, and the ref gave him a yellow card, too, for time-wasting. He got a yellow card? The ref was laughing, too. Jesus. But he had to give him a yellow card. The kid had a screw loose, man. What about the coach? Did he freak out? Dude, he was dying. He tried to act like he was pissed off, but he couldn't. <laughs> he, was laugh- he was laughing his ass off. Unbelievable. Nuts. I never met a kid like this. Did they actually go out? Oh, yeah. They went out for like three, four months. And she, dude, she was hot too, man. I was so freaking jealous. Wow. Kid had balls. No fear. He's still the same way today. I got to meet this guy. Ah, He's in his own category. He's completely shat. (laughs) That's a good story, man. Yeah, good times, man. So, uh, have you been training with the boys at all? Well, in the basement. Yes and no. What do you mean? Well, I've been training almost every day with my younger son. Maybe for half an hour, 40 minutes, just to get touches on the ball. That's all. Oh, let me guess. The older one ain't interested, right? Hmm. Nah, this kid. Mm-hmm. He thinks what I'm doing is useless. But I noticed something amazing about my oldest kid. What? Every day, he's going to do something really big tomorrow. Echo. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. And you know what? It's a funny thing about tomorrow, bro. Tomorrow never comes. It's always today. It's always today. If that son of a bitch would actually do all the stuff that he says he's going to do tomorrow, Poof. he'd be on the national team. No problem. You know what, man? Wipe your hands and that's all. It's their problem. It's not your problem. Yeah, it sounds good, but it's not easy. Just concentrate on the little one. That's what I'm doing. Concentrate on the little one. It's going to get better and the other one's going to see it. And that's all. That's all you can do. Yeah, I know. You're right. So w- what kind of stuff are you doing downstairs in the basement with your the youngest? Uh, what am I going to do? Uh, just the footwork drills. Yeah, it's good. Sometimes we watch YouTube videos. He actually, my son is trying to learn a little bit about the different styles of soccer now. Hmm. He's, he's learning about the catenaccio, the tiki-taka, the total football. That's pretty good. Starting to learn. Okay, so which soccer style is the best in your opinion? Uh, you're not going to like my answer. All right. Well, what is it? Um, what's your answer? The best style is no style. Oh, Jesus. You make no sense. No, no, no. I've been thinking about this for a long time. Yeah, I'm sure you have. To be a good soccer player, first you have to learn every skill and concept possible about the game. <sighs> learn all the styles. Uh, then you must forget oh. All that you've learned and just play. 
So what you're saying is the best strategy is to just learn. Of course. <sighs> learn everything you can about soccer and continue learning every day, no matter how good you become. Well, that's earth shattering. Okay, the second part is earth shattering. Uh, you have to forget everything you learned. Yeah, yeah, go on. So, when you play, you cannot think. You don't analyze. Just be present and go with the flow. The game will tell you what to do. Oh, Christ. Dude, here we go with the new age stuff. What, what's this? This is Buddhism, right? No, actually it's kind of like early Confucianism. Yeah, uh, I'm confused. You say this crap to the kids, and they look at you like I'm looking at you right now. Stop, okay? I'm not trying to be new age. In practice, you learn the skills and the concepts. But in the game, you don't worry about what you learned. You just play. Okay, what are you saying? Okay, let's break it down into two parts. Sure. The first part is to learn. Yeah. Which you think it sounds easy, but it's not easy to learn. When I train the kids, I see some kids that are very hard to coach. They are not coachable. And it's weird because those are usually the really, really good players who have either a technical or an athletic advantage over the other players their age. Like the kids that are bigger, faster, and stronger. Echo, yes. And the kids who already have great skills. Yes. Now we are on the same page. Many of these kids are relying on what they already have instead of trying to improve. For a kid, this is normal because they see what they are doing is working. So they don't want to improve. They don't think they need to change. Yeah, but I noticed it bites them in the ass long term. Yes. Calm down. If you don't keep working to improve, then everybody's going to catch up to you eventually, no? Yeah. If at any point in your career, you fall in love with your talent, or you think that you've learned everything there is to know, you must quit. Because this game, soccer, is constantly evolving. <sighs> yeah. So if you are stagnant, if you remain the same, you're dead. Well, you're not really saying for them to quit. Um, no, I want them to keep working to improve. Uh, to keep moving forward. It's like quantum physics. You have to be in motion. If not, you're dead. You just have to keep learning and learning. That's all. All right. What's the second part? Part two. What's part two? Part two. I forgot. Oh, part two. Part two is this. When it's time to play the game, don't think. Okay. Just forget everything you learned in training and go with the flow of the game. That's impossible. The coach is going to have a strategy. And if you ain't implementing the strategy, he's just going to take you out. Yes, the strategy is part of what you learned. You already learned the strategy that you're supposed to implement. Now clear your mind and just play. If your coach did a good job in practice to teach you the concepts, then you should not have to think about it. Yeah, that's a big if, dude. If you are worried about getting it right, you are probably going to get it wrong. Huh. I'm just saying to play with an empty mind. That's all. Play with an empty mind. But first, and most importantly, you have to bust your ass in practice to learn everything you can. If you don't do that, don't even worry about playing with an empty mind. I, I don't know. I really don't understand what you're saying. Think about an artist. Picasso. That son of a bitch trained and trained for years and years. I'm sure he was a good artist, but he was not always the Picasso that you think of today. Yeah. He practiced and practiced for years and years, and one day 
He became Picasso. Well, he was always Picasso. No, Picasso was not always Picasso. Uh, so when did he become Picasso? I don't know. Okay, so what's your point? The point is, until he became Picasso, he was just another artist. But he practiced and practiced and practiced until one day he just put a brush on the canvas and he created a masterpiece after masterpiece without any effort. That's when Picasso became Picasso. The paintings just flowed through him. Okay. There is a famous story, actually, about a woman in a restaurant. Picasso was sitting in a cafe in Paris, drawing a doodle on a piece of paper, a paper napkin, actually. You ever hear that story? Uh, no. So, Picasso is doodling on this paper napkin, and the fan sees what he's doing, and asks Picasso if she can have the paper napkin. He says, sure, that'll be $10,000. And the fan says, but how can you charge that kind of money? It took you like five minutes to draw this. And Picasso says, hey, listen, Picasso says, no, it took me a lifetime. Oh, wow. That's fascinating. What? That's a great story, no? It probably didn't even happen. Probably not, but it's true. It took Picasso a lifetime to draw that doodle. And if that story is true, Picasso's an asshole. Just give the stupid fan the napkin. You don't have to belittle her. Screw that guy. But who knows if it's a true story? Look, man, I get what you're saying, but honestly, what the hell does that have to do with my original question? Uh, what was your question? My question was, what's the best soccer style? Oh, yeah. And then you did some stupid rant about a dead artist. Okay, okay. Here's the best style. Learn. Yeah. Internalize. Play. No strategy. If you have a strategy, then you have a map. Okay. If you have a map, you are outside of reality. No strategy is the only strategy. I'm sorry, but that's why you're not a coach. Too much of this woo-woo crap and not enough substance. Yeah, maybe you're right. And by the way, that ain't even a strategy. It's more of a philosophy. It's true, I know. If you're you want right. to really get into the weeds. Well, let's go back to your friend's story in high school. Well, what about it? You ever tell your kids that story? My kid? No, no freaking way. My wife would shoot me if I told them that. Really? Why? What's wrong with that story? I don't know. I'm not allowed to tell my kids any stories about my past. My wife flips out every time. She thinks that gives them the green light to go out and make their own stories. So what's wrong with your kids making their own stories? Nothing. You know what? I think it's because my wife thinks I'm a scumbag and she doesn't want the kids to be scumbags like me. That's what I think. Uh, she thinks you're a scumbag, but she married you. Yeah. Excuse. Yeah, you know what? She ain't all there upstairs. You really think that's why? Well, what else could it be? Every time I start telling a funny story about my childhood, I get kicked under the table. Hmm. And then she gives me the eyes. But... And listen, I ain't stupid. Well... I'm not telling my kids the really crazy shit. I'm just talking about the tame stories. Like the one you just told today. Well, that's just half the story. <laughs> There's more to that story, bro. Oh, Capito. I, I actually think it's good to tell these kinds of stories to your kids. It humanizes you. You know, it makes you like a human being instead of a father. Yeah, I think so too. And I, like I said, I ain't stupid. I mean, I got a friend that I grew up with that tells his kids everything. Everything? Dude, it's ridiculous. His kids know more stories about me than I do. 
Well, that's not good either. No, man. This guy's a moron. You grew up with this guy? Yeah, we've been friends since 8th grade. This freaking four-year-old daughter has incriminating information on me. Madonna. He's a complete knucklehead. No, 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 no. Too much information is too much information. That's another thing about parents today, no? Hmm. Some parents cuddle their kids, they baby them, they filter what they see. Sure. They keep their kids oblivious to the real world, completely. They keep them naive. Echo, naive, that's right. And then other parents, they expose their kids to everything. No filter at all. Yeah, well, in my opinion, both sets of parents are idiots. Well, to be extreme is silly, I think. You can't expose your child to nothing, or they will be naive. But you cannot expose them to everything either, no? Uh, We should be the judge, you and me, huh? (laughs) We should make an Excel spreadsheet with the guidelines to how to raise a kid. (laughs) Who the hell are we to tell other people how to raise their kids? I'm already doing a shitty job with my own. Yeah, well, you're right. You're, You're a pretty shitty parent. Thank you. Me? I'm better at pointing out how other parents are shitty. I ain't worried about myself. Yeah, you are very good at pointing fingers. Yeah, it's like my pastime. (laughs) It's true. Speaking of these other parents, have you talked to any soccer parents lately? Uh, yeah. I've been texting with plenty of these parents. And they're all going nuts with this pandemic. I know, it's unprecedented what's going on. And nobody knows what to do. What are you talking about? Dude. Every dad I talk to seems to act like they know the solution to this mess. Really? Yeah, all of them. They all got different solutions. None of the solutions make any sense. And they're all certain of what to do. I get a lot of those text messages too. I don't even look at them anymore. It's too much, man. I'm getting constant texts from my friends telling me conspiracy theories still. Nobody trusts the government. Nobody trusts the media. We don't know who to trust anymore. It's not good. It's not good. Well, how about you? How do you think the country should be handling this situation? How the hell should I know? I'm not a doctor. I'm not an economist. I'm a former all-state soccer player from Addison. That's good enough. But let me tell you something, huh? This is the most powerful country in the world, in the history of the world. It's true. You would have thought a country of this magnitude would have been able to deal with a bad virus. Or whatever the hell this is. This is a goddamn wake-up call. Oh, I agree. It's a wake-up call. You're right. Our infrastructure shit. We've had it too good for too long. And when the shit hit the fan, we got caught with our pants down. Bottom line. It's a shame, man. It's a shame. Yeah, now I'm stuck at home staring at my wife. (laughs) This ain't right. If I gotta stay in my house for another week, I'll come up with the vaccine myself. (laughs) You can bet your ass. I can't take this shit. One kid's got ADHD. He's running laps around my house. Another kid's like a bat. He sits in his room all day. He only comes out at night. When everybody's asleep. Hey, you hear all over the media that the families are getting closer and closer together. Me, but I'm going crazy. I'm just like you, man. I am losing it. Losing my mind. One thing I'm doing very, very good now, I've been meditating every day. At least 45 minutes every day. Congratulations, dude. Congratulations. Okay, okay. And that's another thing. Everybody's tooting their own horn. On what they're doing. I don't care. I don't care what you're doing. Leave me alone. Let me sit in my room with a beer or two or three and leave me alone. I'm not trying to brag. I'm just... I don't want to know what you're doing anymore, okay? Ma, you are really losing your mind, huh? 
Yeah, son of a bitch. I told you, I'm all discombobulated. All right, I'm freaking discombobulated. I don't know what to do anymore. I'm walking down the streets with a bottle of Clorox air disinfectant in one hand, freaking bottle of hand sanitizer in the other. Can't even pick my freaking nose anymore. Just don't tell me to calm down, okay? Don't tell me to calm down. Huh? It ain't time to calm down. Actually, my friend, it's the perfect time to calm down. So calm down. We're gonna get through this. Ah, God. What are you, Daniel Benningfield? Who? He's a songwriter. Just look him up. We're gonna get through this, okay? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. You know what? Tonight's gonna be an exciting night in my family. My my two youngest kids are cooking for the whole family. Oh, yeah. That's great. That's that's just great. Okay, my friend. You're getting hostile now. That's enough. Oh, your kids are cooking the happy family, huh? Drink some water next time before the show, okay? You Maybe you need to hydrate a little bit. You know what, man? I'm just goofing around. People love controversy, so I'm trying to give them a little bit of controversy. That's all. I know you are. I know you are. People are making such a big deal about staying at home. You know, it's not a big deal. Just stay at home for a little bit. Get to know your family a little better, for better or for worse. That's all we can do, man. That's all we can do. Who knows, man? At the end of the day, this could be the best thing that ever happened to us. My friend, it's true. I feel like everyone in Italy is bending together. Hopefully it happens here. More of a community, you know? Yep. Well, I think that's it for our show, man. Okay, my friend, it was good to talk to you and good to talk to everybody. Thanks again for listening, guys. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Please. We need the goddamn subscribers. Yes, we do. Cicerellia Mancuso signing off. Ciao, 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 ciao.